Oh, podcast. I'm Brendan. And I got Mike here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? No. Nothing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and in this week's episode, episode 50, our 50th episode, sorry for the delay. We had a long, busy week. We had some events we had to do. We had a lot of things going on. So this episode's coming to you a little bit later than it should have, and I apologize. But listen to it soon, because you're going to get episode 51 later this week. A twofer. Uh, it's a bad week for us all. It is. It is. But that being said, in this week's episode, we talk a little bit about the this past Nintendo Direct, all the things coming to the Switch. Uh, we talk a little bit, a snippet, a smidgen about uh, Mario Party mini games. Mm-hmm. Just a tiny little piece of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Mm, and honestly, like this is probably. For an episode that we bring up Overwatch, we talk about for Overwatch for a very small amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Basically non-existent at this point. Almost. But, uh, yeah, this episode is also sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. Oh. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night, from 7 to 11, you can head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you don't know what that is, you can find them on Instagram at goodnightfatty or search for them on Facebook and educate yourself on what a delicious fatty is. And as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller, and on Twitter at Pass Controller. You can find me at B Groom and this guy at underscore Mycopath. And just to, you know, if you find yourself, if you find the time and you're on your podcast service, if it's iTunes, I mean, leave us a review. Rate us. It can be bad. I mean, I would hope it's not bad. But if you're being honest, it's going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it might be. But believe it or not, that stuff absolutely helps us in what we're trying to accomplish next. So we would appreciate it if you could take the time to do that. But enjoy this week's episode. Episode 50. Oh, yeah. Because it came in a grab bag. Yeah, yeah. Here's... Hangs out with Jared Leto now. Always the excuses. I'm a big fan of that Jared Leto. 30 Seconds to Mars is my favorite band that references a planet in their name. You don't like um, Bruno Mars? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you're just not gonna find you're not gonna find art like 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> so what you're telling me is the best Mars referenced artist is I'm saying the best solar body artist is 30 seconds to Mars. Like bar none. Like if I was gonna say like even like songs that reference celestial bodies. That's a whole different because, thing. Because I mean so I don't thing. know, like Drops of Jupiter is a jam, but that's a whole different beast. I mean, are you trying to steal my sunshine right now, or that doesn't that's a no. celestial body? Sunshine is not a celestial body. Sunshine is something that emits from a celestial body. If you're talking about like walking on the sun, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Walking on sunshine, different thing. <laughs> Somebody, not not a reference. Not but I just want to say. I mean, all star. I mean, you can make an argument for it, but I'm like. You, you know. can make an argument for a hyphenated word that isn't about celestial bodies. Um, a star is a celestial yeah, body. Yeah, but the hyphenated word all star has nothing to do with the celestial body. 
don't know. Who the fuck do you think you are? Who made you Neil deGrasse Tyson right now? I'm just saying. Like, who made you? You're shitting on who Bruno. Who made you Carl Sagan? You're shitting on Bruno. You're shitting on Len. I mean, come on. Len needs all the help they can get right now. Len is doing just fine. I read an article about them very recently, and they're like, you know what? We're glad that we, at least we had like that one song that everybody loved for a while, and you know what? Is this real life? Yes. Who interviewed them? Why aren't we interviewing them? I don't remember, but it, it like popped up on my feed, and I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna read about Len. I mean, as long as the Luchador guy is doing fine, that's all I care about. The ones on the cover? Yeah. Yeah. I, apparently they're brother and sister, the singers. I, I feel like I may have known that for some reason. They're brother and sister, and... This is why you knew that. Right. Sure. That is information that Jenna would have for, like, no reason. Yeah, she's also the person that at the beach, or in the car, or just in life in general, is like, Stop playing that song, it's not even good. Yeah. And then we put on Jumper, and she's like, this song's also terrible. I mean... Jen just doesn't know how to have fun. If it's not a song by the Beatles... Yeah. Or play in the background of an episode of Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count. Yeah, true. As music. Mm-mm. But, anyways, moving, moving on from, from all this stuff. Mike, we fucking had a successful event at Bitbar. Oh, I didn't go. I mean, you were there. I have, I have pictures. That's debatable. I mean, I I literally have like physical and mental memories of you there. That's disgusting. Physical meaning, like, pictures. No, the way you said it just, it, it makes me feel disgusting. I mean, it doesn't take much to make you feel disgusting. It doesn't, but still, the fact that you did it is upsetting. Yeah, but that's just how we get down. Also not true. But it was a good time, Mike. And, yeah. it, and it's... Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have fun? You know, I felt robbed. Why? Wait, what? Why? I, I should have won a lot more of those things. Oh, oh, that's a whole different story. I mean, I just kind of gracefully bowed out after my first fucking bagel round. Oh, wait, were you, uh, were you Big Big Zep? Big, uh, <laughs> big Zam? Big Zam. I was not Big Zam. Oh, big. But Big Zam also then came out of nowhere and was, like, crushing dudes. Yeah. I mean, there were some people, there were, there were some players. There were some people there that were, that were down to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good time. And it will not be the last. Well... More details to come in the future. Uh-huh. Not to be revealed here. I can I can let you know off off the air, Michael. Yeah, I don't care. But we have some uh, some things in the pipeline, if I may. Okay, you've made your point. But yeah, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Bitbar, Jack Savvy for all the support, holding it down with us. Very successful night. Now, Navi is like really wants to be on that bag. Navi. Yeah, we're talking about you. Navi was doing this thing where like she was using your. Your portable charger as a pillow. That was what was adorable. She was like laying down, and then she had her head right on it. Like, no. It's like she knows we're talking about her. She's like, I, I'm, I can't defend myself here. Leave me alone. She doesn't have to be here. Yeah, but she wants to be a part of the show. Okay. She's not looking at me. She's. Yeah, Mike's waving to my cat. She's staring at him, but. No. <laughs> right through me. She's like, get that Justin Bieber shirt off. Get me naked. Well, no, not in a sexual way, Mike. I don't know. I'm getting a lot of weird vibes from both of you. Me and Nathy? Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, Brendan woefully underdressed for this this pro- this podcast. It's a bit temperatured in here. Like it's like a 
It's a hot time right now. Whose fault is that? I don't know. The get wet shop? Fucking get your house cooler. I'm like surprised because it's a little nipply outside. And inside it's a little bit, you know, feeling feeling rather rather sweaty. Hmm. Oh, it shows. It shows on you. <laughs> I'm glistening. Fucking sweat shack over here. <laughs> The sweat shack and we're I was actually let's see. Well, uh, remember when Nelly had a sweat and suit? Nelly was ahead of his time. You're all sweat right now. Um, obviously, I'm like I'm like a double disc of sweat. Ugh. Like I was like a special edition where suit was not part suit of it. Suit was not part. It of was it. just two sweat CDs. Even. Even Outcast with uh, the Love Below and Speaker Box, they also came out with sweat too. That's, <laughs> that's what happened. It was just a four pack, and I was the only one. Ugh. And then Ti, uh, I'm gonna make a really dumb joke, so I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, we should we should quit while we're behind. Yeah, nobody knows what we're talking about. So let's. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of news that has uh, transpired in the past time yep. since we recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you haven't seen the Nintendo Direct? Nope. Mike, you're missing out on a lot. Well, I guess you can kind of hop on with Splatoon 2, because you yeah. didn't watch the Direct, but you already it. dipped in. But you don't know all the things they announced in the Direct, because it didn't all come out Friday. Yeah, all I know is that at least they brought back Kelp Dome, which was not one of my favorite stages from the first game. Yeah, That's from what, what I can remember, I wasn't a big fan of Kelp Dome. I, I felt like my win weight on Kelp Dome was, like, really bad. Speaking of which, I was playing over the weekend, and my fucking win rate went super far down. I think I might have to even it out again, but Jesus really? Christ. Kelp Dome, correct me here if I'm incorrect, but is the one where both teams start in the corners on, like, a tower, and then in the middle, it's like, there's, like, walls, and then there's, like, a middle part that's, like, circular, yeah. and there's, like, bridges. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I hate that fucking level. That level sucks. because I... There's definitely better levels they could have brought back first. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for it. Yeah, see what I was talking about. She's just staring at me. You're the cutest cat I've ever, I ever seen. Yeah, I'm talking about you. I'm talking to you. But anyways, yeah. So, Kelp Dome. Mm-hmm. They have a... They showed off another new level. Mm-hmm. Snapper Canal. That one's a bridge, right? Is that... Uh, I believe so. I think I saw a picture of it. Because when I found out that there was some Splatoon stuff that was shown in the Direct, I think I looked for that stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that stage, and there might have been like a new weapon. Yes, there was. The Tent Umbrella. Yeah, it was a big umbrella. umbrella. It was yeah. like fucking Reinhardt Seal. Yeah, it was like fucking him. humongous. And in the in the Direct, when I was looking, cause, so I was watching the Direct, but also playing Destiny at the same time, so I was like listening... And, like, looking down, looking up, looking down, like, back and forth. Right, right, right. And when they showed the tent umbrella, they had four people in, like, standing back to back to back in, like, mm-hmm. a back, all backs. Yeah. And they all popped up the tent umbrella and, like, pushed the shield. So the first thing in my brain up until, like, literally, like, yesterday when I, like, rewatched some of the stuff, I was like, oh, I thought that this, like, they all pop open the tent umbrella and push the shield out. Mm-hmm. I thought that the tent umbrella was just a circular shield that could, like, protect the whole team. And I was like, how is this not the most overpowered thing in the game? Yeah. And it, it, clearly it's not, now that I know. But it looks pretty dope. I tried using, what was the first umbrella weapon um, they added? I forget what it was called. But it had some variation of the word umbrella in it. And this is a new weapon type for Splatoon. Right. Yes. So they, they added, if you're unfamiliar with uh, what we're talking about, 
this is a new weapon type in Splatoon, and I don't know. I tried to get down with the with the first one they added. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't do it. it. Wasn't my style of weapon. I honestly don't branch out with weapons as much as I should. You really should, especially I, for the amount of time you spend in Splatoon. I think my main problem is I just don't like the idea that I can go into a match, play with some people. And then decide, okay, I should try and change my weapon. And then if I decide to do that, I, I'm locked out of those guys. I have to start playing with some other randos. That's, that is honestly, though, I think we might have even talked about this on the podcast before. But that is the main reason why I play with less weapons than I probably would like to. Because the process of leap, like, the process to go from being in a match to changing your weapon is so tedious and long and just absolutely backwards for gaming in today's like online gaming culture well i mean mainly again this is just me being petty it's like if i'm playing let's say i decide to try a weapon i'm not good at or a weapon that i haven't played before let's say i decide to pick up a charger and like just abysmal at it and now i've got seven other people mm-hmm. in that game thinking well this guy is just terrible at this game and it's like no 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 <laughs> i was trying something out let me let me just switch out yeah. and then if I do that, it's like, well, that guy was so bad, he just fucking left. Yeah. It's like, no. I Listen, you that, guys don't know. that piles right onto the same thing, though. It's like, so, correct me if I'm incorrect here. Mm-hmm. It's the second time I said that. I it's know. a really bad sentence. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a really it's bad sentence. It's very cumbersome. Yeah. So, you're in a match. Mm-hmm. Playing a match. Yeah. You're like, you know what? I want to switch to a different weapon. You have to then leave the match at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. You have to go... Back to the lobby? No, no, no. You can do it from the menu. I think you can do it from the... I think you can do it from, like, after the, you back out, you're in the, the, the lobby. lobby. yeah. I think you can do it from there. So you have to go to that. Then you have to press start or plus button. Mm-hmm. Go into that menu. Change the weapon. Then go back into matchmaking and look for a new match. Right. So like you said, you lose the people you're playing with. Like, the... Like, uh, we definitely have talked about this on the podcast before, so we'll mm-hmm. kind of wrap it up. But, like... If they want to keep it so you can't change your weapon in the match, like they want to re- stop people from doing that, cool. I guess I can understand your reasoning. But there's no reason why in the lobby of the matchmaking before the next round starts, like, why can't you change your weapon there? Especially because there have been times where, like, you know, you'll get... The, match will, the matchmaking will start. You have maybe five people... And you went for those last three. Yeah. And then, like, you know, clock's ticking down. You're not doing anything besides, like, playing DJ with, like, the sounds yeah. and shit. And then, like, another person pops up, and the timer goes up a little bit. Well, not even play. that. It's like, Splatfest, and I, and I was literally just going to say, correct me if I'm incorrect. I was literally just going to say Like, why don't you just say the word wrong? I don't It would know. make it so much easier. I don't know. I'm just not going to say that sentence at all anymore. But, according <laughs> uh... During Splatfest, you can change your weapon in the lobby. You could, but that was when we were in teams. That was before we... Lo- we could be... If you were a four-stack... So if we roll a four-stack in the next Splatfest, we can still change our weapon in the lobby. Yeah. Yes. So, like, it's not even, like... A, like The difference It's there, not even that the option doesn't exist in the game already. It's literally yeah, already in the it's, game. It's in the game, although I understand that with that, again, specifically, we could talk about this... If you are doing a Splatfest team, they won't let you play unless you're four players. So you're already committed to having four people, and then presumably, 
it it then won't let you actually do matchmaking with another four stack until you guys have all locked in a weapon. Yeah, that's how but, it's that's how it's split up. Yeah, and I get that part, but it's like the the infrastructure in the game to have like it's already built into the game, like mm -hmm. the ability to swap your weapon in that lobby. Like, there's no reason why they can't just change you're, it. You're allowed to again. That's the difference. You're allowed to change your weapon before matchmaking has occurred. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Like, here's the simple fix, or a version of the simple fix. When you go into a lobby for matchmaking, once the amount of players gets, like, locked in, eight players, once eight players show up, like, it's... All you have to do is just make it, like, a mandated thing where, okay, once it's locked in, there's a 30-second timer. And when that 30-second timer is up, whatever you have equipped is what you're going with. If everyone wants to hit, like, the ready up button, the check mark button, the whatever you want to call it button, mm -hmm. and... Everyone's locked in their weapon prior to that 30 seconds. Cool. Start the match. Because, I mean, the way that the game functions already, you you can't back out of a match once you get in it. Right. Unless you turn, turn like, click the menu button on your Switch and, like, go back to, you know what I mean? Like, unless you do things you shouldn't do. Right. Um, so it's like, all you have to do is throw in a 30-second buffer. Once eight people get locked in, Everyone has 30 seconds to change their weapon. You can even go as far to be like, you know what? We can't see what the other team is doing, but we can see what our team is picking for weapons. Makes a little bit more cohesion for the team. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Makes you be able to build better team comps. Uh, I don't know. And then again, like if everyone just like checks, checks, everyone gets their green check mark up next to their name. All right, start the match before 30 seconds is up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. There, there's ways around it. There's ways to fix it. And I, and I think it's m more of just a Nintendo still figuring out these things. Not as like... And less of them... Well, that's not what we want to do. I think it's just more of a... To them, they don't see that as a problem yet. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I would love to see like the, the forum or the email inbox or whatever it is that like, all this stuff complaints get routed to like i would love to see what it actually looks like i would just like to see like uh, like how they came to this conclusion because like they're they're not they're not really breaking new ground with the game in terms of like it's a shooter uh-huh i would imagine that this this kind of thing must have come up at some point and they were like man no I mean, I, I would have to imagine that some of it is, like, their weird weird approach to just online interactions in general. But then the other part of it with, like, uh, you know, locking people into matches and stuff like that, I would have to imagine that part of it was because the Wii U was a very low install-based console, so it was, like, maybe they were worried that with such a low install base, there would be less players, so they want to kind of speed up matchmaking as fast as possible so people keep playing the game and not like you're looking for a match forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Switch doesn't have that fucking problem, clearly. You know what I mean? So they could they could find workarounds to it. What are you doing on there? Playing with wires? Yeah, she's trying to eat it. Don't eat it. Don't put it in your mouth. You can lay on the bag. Anyways... So yeah, I mean, there, there was that, and that was a, like a tiny speck of what, this direct was 45 minutes long. Ooh. 
And before the direct came up, it was like, oh, 45 minute direct with a heavy focus on Super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey was only like eight minutes of that presentation. Yeah, they dropped some bombs, Mike. That's all a fifth of it. They dropped some bombs. Like, fucking Q DJ Casley. They dropped some fucking bombs. Go ahead. Lay it on me. I mean, I don't even know where to... I, I guess we can just kind of roll through it quickly, and then we can talk about some key things. Uh-huh. But you get Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. Some new details about about that game. Um, we weren't really... I mean... It is what it is. New oh. Pokemon stuff. Mario and Luigi. Um, they're remaking the first of the Mario and Luigi series mm-hmm. for the 3DS and adding in some bonus features and some Amiibo support and a, and a separate little side story called Bowser's Minions. Okay. Um, but that was an enjoyable game. I enjoyed it when I played the originally. I think it was on Game Boy Advance. Uh, Minecraft for the 3DS. Minecraft is really getting its its little boxy little tendrils everywhere. It's, it's all over the place. And it dropped after the direct. I think I did know about that. Well, the digital version did. Yeah. With a physical version to come. But mm-hmm. that's huge. I mean, it's a it's only on the new Nintendo 3DS, but that doesn't surprise me. I've got I've got one of those. Yeah. I mean, who I doesn't, can, right? I can I could get one of those right now. Um, but yeah, that was like, yeah, I'm kind of surprised it wasn't on there yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gonna have crossplay support. I haven't really looked into how the launch looks now, mm-hmm. but. I mean, if I want to play Minecraft on the go, I feel like that would be the way to do it. I don't think I want to take my Switch out just to play Minecraft. But if they get it on the 3DS, I'm just like, yeah. boop, 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 let me get my, uh, I, I don't know, you, you play as a, as a brick, right? Yeah, you're a, you're a pile of bricks. Okay. You're a brick tin. Okay, got it. Um, but I mean, there's obviously some cool aspects to playing it on 3DS. You use the bottom screen to craft and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Use the top screen to mine. Okay, I get it. Minecraft. Yeah, you I, see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. That was actually um, that was actually pretty good for you. Listen, hey. It, you know. It it took you what is this episode fifty for you to pull that one off? It is episode fifty. How did you know that? You sly dog. You listen to all these on the side. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, I will say this. Uh, complete side note. Did you watch Rick and Morty last night? I had it on and it, I was watching no. it, but like it didn't it didn't focus me the way most episodes did. So you half you watched the watched air quotes the whole episode. Yes. Oh, okay. So damn it, I don't want to talk about it then because I don't want to. I don't want to like nothing. I don't. I don't think anything would be spoiled for me. Like I was watching it, and I because they called it like they, we're doing this instead of international cable. Uh, inter- yeah, and like the the memories that. Rick and Morty went to, they didn't strike me as that kind of... Like, I was expecting more of, like, this was Justin kind of... Yeah, Yeah. ad-libbing shit. Exactly. This was more like... These were, like, ideas that weren't full episodes. We're just going to throw them out there. So, I kind of wish they didn't tout the episode as, we're going to do this instead of interdimensional cable, because I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, shit! Like, they just want to do a different version of this episode Mm -hmm. where it just... It was still had some amazingly funny moments, yeah. but at the same time, the whole time I was like, now I just want to watch Interdimensional Cable because it's funnier than this. The week prior, that episode I think so far has been the best episode of the season. Great episode. 
fantastic episode. Mm -hmm. That was, like, top-notch episode. I also, like... Todd said that it was explicit in the episode, but I guess I gotta rewatch it to find out. I mean, the whole time I was thinking, like, this is definitely evil Morty. Spoiler mm -hmm. alert, if you watch Rick and Morty and you're behind two episodes. But, uh, I, like, just assumed it was Rick, evil Morty, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I like this. This is fucking awesome. It's yeah. definitely evil Morty. And Todd said that at one point they explicitly, like, kind of say it is him, but I don't... It's explicitly him at, well, I would say explicit as in, like, it's heavily implied to the point where, like, it'd be ridiculous for it not to be him. Yeah. At the very end. Because at the very end, not only do they play, um... That for the Damage Coda, yeah, by a Blonde Redhead. That's, like, the song they played the last time they... Yes. Them. I knew they played that song on an episode before. Alright, yeah. cool. Alright, On yes. top of that, early in the episode, uh, the Morty's campaign manager gets... Uh, the envelope. Envelope from, like, the other guy. From, yeah. Uh, Deep Throat Rick. Um, <laughs> and then... You see at the end when all the bodies are floating, like, that campaign manager's body floats by, um, his envelope opens up, and, like, the pages that fly out show, like, you know, Morty taking off the eye patch and stuff. Oh, I must have missed that, that little, like, I must have not registered that, but, I mean, I just assumed it was Evil Morty. Yeah, I mean, I, I expect to see that when they played the music and you saw the bodies flying out, I'm like, alright, they're probably gonna show what was in the envelope. Yeah. And I saw, I'm like, okay. Like, the best part about that episode... Like, that's a hard episode to top, to be honest. Because, like, that's an episode where it's, like... Almost every line of dialogue is just Justin. Like, it's just him. Yeah. And it's so good. Like, one of my favorite parts is when... Uh... Cop Morty... Like, they're going to that, like, store they got robbed. And like... Oh, jeez! Yes! You already <laughs> no, know! I'm gonna talk, don't worry, I'm gonna talk to these Mortys. Oh, jeez, what happened over here? Oh, jeez, man. Oh, jeez. It was so good. And then, like, later in the conversation, you can kind of see that, like, they're... All three of them are, like, put up a front where it's, like, the like the bad Mortys are, like... Well, bad, because, I mean, the cop's yeah. pretty fucking bad, too. But, uh... <laughs> he's like, oh, jeez. I don't know, man. And it's like, they keep getting, like, more, like, oh, jeez. Like, yeah. they know they're, like, just doing a stick uh, with each other. Oh, uh, jeez is just, like... It's just, like, slang for them. Yeah. So you're just like, it's oh, so, geez. It's so good. It's so fucking good. No. Best part <laughs> by far Cowboy Morty. Cowboy Morty's pretty gay. <laughs> pretty great. He's like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mosey on out of here. These guns aren't real, there's props. Don't we worry about Cowboy Morty saying anything. He's just gonna mosey on out of here. It's so good. When they first walk into that place and it's just like a fucking Morty strip club. Oh, it's so good. And um the the Rick that was like making drugs for them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you keep giving me these flip flops. I'll look down anything that's up. I'll look anything that's not bolted down. <laughs> it was a good fucking episode. Oh. It was a really good episode, and then it just—it's just gonna be a hard episode to follow. It's yeah. just a hard episode to follow. And I was looking forward to that episode so much. And then you get, like, a little tease right at the end. Right at the end. I don't know how much of the episode you paid attention to, but at the oh, very end of the episode... the Jerry thing? Before that. That was the post-credits. Okay. So, right before the credits, mm -hmm. like, one of the last things is... Do you want me to, like, ruin this episode Wait, for you or so not? let me just say what I, I like, captured. Okay. Again, for the, the one listener who happens to also be a Rick and Morty fan, 
I'm sorry we're spending, you know, 10 minutes of our time just kind of recapping the last couple episodes. But it's so good! It's worth it. If you um, don't watch Rick and Morty and you listen to this, I mean, stop listening to this and go watch Rick and Morty. I mean, I'm fine with it. Uh, so, Summer, you know, returns their memories. Uh, they yell mm-hmm. at Summer for, you know, being a bitch. Yes, that, um, because they were watching International. Yes, so the very end of the episode is yeah. like, you get a glimpse of like one scene of interdimensional cable and I'm like what's happening I need to know I need to hear what's happening it's like a house with legs it's just like I want to see this so bad I hope they just slide it like I hope they like the next like they just slide another episode in but uh that end of scene too is so great like right there where then like Summer wakes them up and they're like what is it? What do you, you? You let us fall asleep during during international cable? You fucking bitch! And they just keep calling her a bitch over and over again. It's so it's just so funny. It's so good. Poor summer. Oh, that's so good. A couple of Simpsons references at the beginning too. I don't know if you caught those. Mm, I, I mean, they explicitly say the Simpsons. So when they first go into the chamber, mm-hmm. uh, Rick's Rick's like, think. Oh yeah, like, like anthology of a. Uh... He was like, this isn't like a, like a Trios of Horror, like, yeah. anthology thing. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. I named this one, whatever. <laughs> Shboopy dooby doop. <laughs> I think the red ones are, are things that you made me forget. And then he puts it on, and he's like, yeah, we shouldn't take that for granted. What'd you just say? <laughs> yeah, don't take them for granted. <laughs> I laughed really hard. I laughed too hard at that show. It's such a good show. Alright, we need to move on from this, but it's a good show. PSA. If you don't watch Rick and Morty... You're fucking up. Watch Rick and Morty. Um, seasons 1 and 2 should be on Hulu right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, season 3 is currently airing. We've got like four episodes left in the season. Yeah. I think it's even less. I think it's two. Yeah, maybe it's two, guys. I don't know. I think um, it is. Hop on that. Makes Afterwards, start watching Atlanta. Ooh, yes. I need to finish it. I, I never finish it. I I watched the... I bought the pilot because it was for free. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think I have FX, so I couldn't really watch it. And then I forgot about it. And then Donald Glover got uh, an Emmy last night. First African American to win directing for a comedy, I yep. believe. And I was like, "Well, you know what? I slept on it too long. It's on Hulu. I watched second episode. I will continue it later." It's only one season currently, correct? Yes. Um, you still haven't watched the season of Master of None either. No, I haven't. Oh, Mike, it's so good. They Aziz and the and, and Lena won yeah. won an Emmy for directing mm-hmm. or for writing that a specific episode. That's honestly. Probably the best, and I've said it. It's definitely on air. I've said it before, and I've mm-hmm. said it. I'll say it again. That's probably the best season of the of the episode of that season. It's okay. really good. It's really well done. I I kind of forgot about it, and I started watching this current season of BoJack Horseman too. I need to watch that too. It's like a it, the episode that they won for is kind of like a time capsule episode where it takes place kind of outside of the rest of the timeline because it takes place in the past, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, it takes place in the past. So it's a flashback episode. Kind of. It, it's 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 basically. I think the episode is just called Thanksgiving, and it's just kind of like shows them to like they celebrate Thanksgiving together every year. So it kind of starts off as them as kids, and it just keeps going like right. Thanksgiving each year. It's a really good episode, like fucking on point. Um, I'll get on that. I didn't watch a lot of the Emmys. I apparently Dave Chappelle had some fucking zingy zings when he presented an award, and I I didn't know I who was presenting. He, I think he just presented an award with Melissa McCarthy. I saw some one tweet that was like, uh, Dave Chappelle and Melissa McCarthy is the buddy comedy I never knew I wanted. 
Okay, that's fair. Uh, but apparently he had a lot of funny, funny things to say, and apparently he looked extremely fucking high. That doesn't surprise me at all. No. Uh, I, I, I guess I'll watch it at some point. The intro, Colbert... Mm-hmm. Uh, did the Westworld thing for the intro? or He did he, it at some point. He, did, I, he did a bunch of... Th- it was a lot of references to things. It was a bunch of things. There was an R- He walked into Archer at one point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought you would enjoy that. I, I feel like a lot of people pulled the walking into Archer thing. Oh, it, I don't know. It happened... I know the Conan, when Conan did it one year that he walked into South Park or he yeah. came out of the closet. Mm-hmm. And I actually know they did they did an Archer thing for uh, Kingsman, which is coming out this weekend. I do need to watch that. On Blue Reezy or no the sequel like Kingsman Two. Oh, comes yeah, out okay. this weekend. Uh, you know what comes out tomorrow on Blu-ray? Fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah, I should probably cop that. I still haven't seen it. Is there a strength sheet? And she there, there is some sort of like thing that hangs on the end of this. Um, um, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna buy it tomorrow. Just wait for Black Friday. I mean, it's gonna be cheap Black Friday. I don't think it's going to be at least fifteen. Like it's gonna drop a little bit. It'll drop a little bit. Um, I don't need to watch it like right away. I don't know. I should I'm... see it. You care that she's eating it? Cause she's definitely chewing on it. Nah, not mm. really. It's an okay hoodie. And it's got dope hoodie. It, it is like honestly this it feels is the first, soft it, this is the first time I put it on and it's actually a hoodie that I like because uh, we're doing fashion this week um, I think it it's actually like a big hood so like oh, it, shit. It, it it uh yeah I was why I wanted a hood like this that's a good that's a good Halloween hood right there that's yeah. like a, that's like a good Salem Salem October hood right there yep also when I went downtown to get coffee today Mike they're already starting to put up the barricades ooh it's gonna be a long. October. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not coming over anymore. I'm not gonna leave my house. It's gonna be a long October. The next like two months. Um, oh, quickly while we're still on the Netflix thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Watch America. <laughs> what Netflix thing are we on? We, we we I said BoJack Horseman. You said Masters of None. I'm oh, okay. That's a Netflix all right. All right. Fair enough. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm down. Did I ever show you the trailer for American Vandal? No. Okay, it's on Netflix. Um, just remind me to show you the trailer afterwards. I. I definitely want to watch it. Okay. Um, I think... I series want, or movie? Uh, miniseries. Ooh. Don't worry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your... I, I must have shared it at some point in like the group chat, but I don't remember who would actually who actually responded to it. Maybe Todd. I mean... And it was a while ago, and too. And any of you, whenever you guys send like YouTube links, if, oh, I'm, if I'm at work, I just different. I don't check it. Okay. So I'm going to show it to you later, and I, I just want to see your reaction. Uh-huh. And also, I'm going to watch it, and you should probably watch it. Or you might watch it after I show it to you. All right, word. Now I'm, now I'm interested. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll storm along here mm-hmm. a little bit further into this Nintendo Direct, get back on track. So this next game that they show, I want it so bad, but it's coming to the 3DS, and like I'm very, like, I'm not, like, against my 3DS right now, but, like, it's gotta be like a heavy hitter, like a real like Metroid came out on Friday, and I didn't buy that. Mm-hmm. If I'm not buying Metroid, like you gotta really like pick me up by my fucking neck and like press me against the wall and say buy this fucking game. You know what I mean? Like it's gotta be, it's gotta really pull me in. It's gotta get me. Very odd imagery. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's gotta be something substantial. And not to say that this, this isn't, I just don't know where I stand on it yet. But I am excited for what it is. Nat 2. <gasps> Baby! Uh, 
I feel like you might also get really excited about this. And if you get excited and you get it, like, I'll get it. And, like, I'll play it with you all the time. But let's, we'll get into it. Mario Party. Mm-hmm. The Top 100. I saw that as a title, but I did not follow through. Like, again... Do you have I, an idea of what you think it is? I mean, it's... Is it, like, the Top 100 mini games? They curated mini games from Mario Party to Mario Party 10... Okay, well, what they what they deem as the top one hundred, and it's just the top one hundred. It's I no mean, board game, from what I understand. It's just mini games. It it better be like ninety percent Mario Party's one and two. Stop it. Um, I'll tell you this right now. Being the 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 bumper ball world champion that I am, I mean I'm excited for this because there's so many good Mario Party games, especially like. The older Mario Party. I need some more skateboard scamper in my life. I think the anklets on this thing is metal. Yeah. So I think we should be fine here. Yeah, but what if she chews it off and it swallows it? Just, uh, yeah. just, just, just pull these bad guys. I, 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 I get out of here. Oh, she's. Out here. Oh, she's got a grip. I get out of here. Oh, she's good. Oh, it, it came off entirely, huh? Yeah. Oh no. I don't really care because I don't. I don't actually know the mechanics of the things because it's like a. It's kind of like a coattail thing. Where I don't know uh, what it does. I'm very confused. Just yeah, a lot of those. Yeah, well, Navi, stop it. Yeah, we'll just hold on to this like that. Um, anyway, Mario Party. So, that being said, I kind of want to pick your brain. Like, what are your... Like, for me, if I have to pick, like, the ultimate Mario Party game for me, it's it's probably Bumper Balls is, like, my jam. Bumper Balls but, like, is where pretty are you sick. At? Um, Skateboard Scampers, you're, like, number one? I, I'll say this. I know I played Mario Parties 1 through 3. I owned Mario Party 1. I think I played 2 and 3. Like we either, I think we like rented it from Blockbuster. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. So my my fondest memories are of like those games. And I'm talking I'm talking mostly about the games where we got blisters on our hands. Oh, of so course. I, um so what games were those? Not not the paddle boat thing, but what was the other one? Actually the, the big one was remember um in the Shy Guy thing like you could there's like a little Shy Guy wind-up doll that you could get to fly around the room. It wasn't like a mini game that you played within, like when you're doing like an actual. Yes, yes. It was yes. like just in the hut. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, Platform Peril was fun. Ooh, that was a good game. Mario Party One through Three is pretty fucking delicious. Um, four, I think four and five were also good. I think six is when. Six, uh, six, six on the GameCube, and I think six is when it came vulnerable with a microphone, and that's when they started getting too, starting weird, too out there. Um, and then I mean, it really, the last Mario Party, Mario Party Ten was was very bad. It was not a good game. It was just a bad Mario Party game. Like there was some okay mini games maybe, but like the game itself, like, kind of changed up the traditional Mario Party format, which I'm totally cool with, like, changing things up, but I think there were more bad changes than there were good ones in that new format switch, but, I mean, going back to just straight minigames, I mean... Mushroom Mix-Up, I was a big fan of that one. Which one was Mushroom Mix-Up? It was, like, basically, uh, musical chairs, I guess you... Now, it was, it was, like, you remember you were, like, on, like, this big mushroom that was, like, several different colors, and, like... You would pick a color and you had to run to that. Yes! One. Oh, that was such a good one. That was like, I forgot all about that game. That was a good one, huh? Mike, I'm just saying. I have Mario Party one through three on my N64. They're sitting over there on the shelf. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I can dust dust off the N64 and some damage can happen sometime soon. Mm-hmm. That would be a game worth streaming. That would be... We can get your stuff hooked up to that, right? Yeah. That That's going to have to be... That's going to have to be... Uh, Something that happens very soon. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 digging down with that. Uh, you know, Todd has never played a Mario Party game. Todd is besides a... besides the first podcast he came on, which was us playing Mario Party Ten. I'm so disappointed that's his introduction to Mario Party. We need to in, we need to introduce him to Todd's Mario Party. Todd's a weird person. You bear in mind when the first Mario came out in like what ninety nine? No, I can't be. The right. first Mario Party. Yeah. Uh, no, na 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 that was it. Oh, Smash. Anyways, mm-hmm. some good mini games there. So you were saying Mario Party One came out ninety nine. Oh yeah, I was saying Mario Party One came out ninety nine. So Todd was like forty five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was. He was not playing games. What are these children in their in their swiggly? Back in my day, we used to play with a. Uh, we used to play pong. It was basically two sticks, and you hit a you had a hit a square around. Now these kids got these conflabbered skateboard scampering and bumpery balls. And... Go outside and play with a real jump rope made of fire. <laughs> That's also another good game. I fucks with that game. Oh man, there. I I mean, honestly, I was a fan of like the shy guy game where he like held the flags and you press the right button. Yeah. Simple game, but I mean, oh, it's fun. Was, he was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. He, he fuck. He fucking faked you out. I'll say this. And it, I'm it, down it, to do another podcast where I just sit around saying, "All right, I like this mini game." <laughs> I like this mini. I mean, we can definitely do a, like a special episode time sometime where we just like lay out a list of all the mini games and just like have at it. Like I'm down for that for sure. Because I'm like, like no matter what else happens, I'm just be sitting here thinking, like, all right, what else did I play? There was the uh, one where uh, you uh, you have to like get the key away from the ghost, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. I don't know how I felt about that one. I mean, there were some duds, obviously. There were some duds. But, I mean, there was, like, in the early games especially, there was way better, way, way much more good. <laughs> way much more good. There were a lot... We fail English. <laughs> that impossible. There were a lot better... Like, the, the, the crop of games in the early ones mm-hmm. were, like, for the most part, pretty good. And the later the series went on, yeah. it it started to thin out a little bit. Um, I didn't care for the slot car one. Those ones were always boring to me too. I I think I was just bad at. It. I never I never liked it. What, wait, wasn't the slot car one literally just picking a lane and not even playing? No, you had to do something in it. Cause I fucked it up. Like my car would fly off. My car would fly Whoa. consistently. Um, and there was like three different slot cars. The, I feel like there was a fishing one. That I enjoyed. There was a fishing one, yeah. And I you, mean, there's like, been many fi- fishing like you, ones, but there was a fishing one that I enjoyed. Your hook was actually hanging to like grab like the treasure yes. chest and shit. Ooh, I was. Was I, there another crane machine one? There's a crane uh, machine one. There was like a three versus a one versus three, where like he would go around and pick you, and you'd like try and wiggle at it. And, yeah. Uh, it, it. 
Okay, so I remembered two more. Um, <laughs> I, I liked... The rest of this episode is just going to be Mario Party, <laughs> and I'm fine with it. Fuck whatever we have. We have to record two episodes this week, so the, we can uh, just finish <laughs> with Mario Party. All right, part two of us listening Mario Party. <laughs> uh, the, the fucking... You were on a jackhammer to like cut out like a picture. Oh yeah, that the, was a good one too. Yes, and yes, the yes. facelift one that was basically like Mario, Mario sixty four yeah. title screen. Yes. Oh my god, Mike. All right, I want to say this real quick. I want to just I just want to put this out there. Nintendo has definitely fallen off with the last couple Mario parties. But if you're gonna look at, like, I remember playing Mario Party ten here, and we played a game where we literally just counted. <laughs> we just like something happened on screen. Just like I just to count these. Listen, and like I get it. But I did enjoy that game. Because <laughs> it was just not just count these things. It was like you watched a scene where it was like Goombas and Shy Guys, like a bunch of different things, and it was like, how many of them had fucking red slippers on? And it's like, oh shit, I, I counted that. Like, because you had to, like, I don't know. I don't hate games like that. <laughs> but my part it was bad, right? Anyway. Because it was definitely a game that we played with Dom that, like, Get to like fling bombs, and it was like it was just literally just like luck. Like it wasn't oh, even like from the first one though. Fucking, it was like hot potato with a bomb. That was my shit. You could, I feel like you could cheese people in that though. You could, you could just hold on to it and just be like, all right, it's yeah. getting pretty big. I'm gonna toss this thing now. <laughs> Anyways, they've fallen off with their last couple games mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But if you're gonna like look out there and like see these other mini game games, like. Nintendo's still the king. They just gotta reel it back in. They gotta really they gotta they gotta they gotta get a good team in there. Back the roots. They gotta get get a good team in there. Just get a good team. I mean, they I feel like they're crushing it. Like I feel like they haven't put out a bad game this year. You know, they're 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 doing their they're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Get a good team in there. Get a get a just come on, just get a just get a good team in there to get it done. There's just there, there's a there's a room for this. There's a there's a market for it. There's if you make a good Mario Party game for the Switch, Mike, think about that. Mario Party on the Switch, you can fucking bring it anywhere. It's like, oh, we're having board game night. <laughs> no, you're not. Friend, this is why we don't invite you anywhere. I know. That's why I don't get invited. But I I would just figure it out like, hey guys, you trying to fucking play some Mario? Party That's right what I'm now? saying. Like, come on, Mike. Like, we're we're like at somewhere and it's like, nah, like. Yeah, we're just having some friends over and maybe drinking, playing some poker. No, no, no. Y'all want to play some Mario Party right now? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You pop it up, you're like, yo, I got four Joy-Cons. Yo, you're trying to get fucked up in some skateboard scamper real quick. You're trying to get fucking mollywopped and bumper balls. Like, I'm your guy. Was there another one where you hit the balance on balls? Oh, you know what it is? You unlock this minigame later on. I forget how you unlock minigames, but like there was like one where you're on a ball and you have to go through like a maze. Yes. There was also um, the one where you had like the... <laughs> and you have to keep tapping A and blow up the balloon until yeah. it pops. I fucked some Mario Party. Boy. But I'll say this. Like, I loved Mario Party. Like, Mario Party was the shit. So, like, when I had my Dreamcast and, like, Sonic Shuffle came out, I was all about it. I was like, let me get this fucking Sonic making a Mario Party game. I'm down. Trash. Oh, Xbox launch? I didn't have one at launch, but literally, oh, Fusion Frenzy? I'm down. Trash. Like, get all these... Come on. It, it, it's tough to make a good uh, minigame. The, the, uh, best, the best Mario Party game in the past six years 
is the board game minigame from Smash 4. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Those were good times. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm down for them to revisit Mario Party in, like, a serious way. Like, they're, especially with the Switch, the Switch is the system for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hasbro's putting fucking Monopoly on there. You know what I mean? They're, it needs to happen. I'll, I'll see what they put on this top 100 thing. Let me see. Let me see if they curate some good things. They're like, all right, let's you know, let's make it fair and put some shit from this game. I don't know. I think I think they're just gonna go straight straight classics. <laughs> I think they're just gonna <laughs> the go for the jugular. We we um we polled the users and it turns out they're all from Mario Party one. <laughs> we even brought oh my God. we even brought that back. You have to imagine that the like. The theme song to this is probably going to be dope. Or, like, the, the menu music and stuff is going to be like... Dun, 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 like a remix version? Like a remix version? Why has there never been a Mario Party-related thing in Smash? Even a stage where you get towed the background just like... Yeah! Throwing items on the stage? Come on. Those were good times. Remember, remember like, losing, losing relationships because you talk to the boo and you're like, Hey, listen... Here's a hundred coins. Steal this motherfucker's star. Yeah. And then's like, well, I'm in first. I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. And at the very end, when like they're giving out like fucking bonus stars, like, hey, this guy, this guy tried really hard. I don't know. Give him a star. And it's like, all right, I'm still in this. I'm still in this. And like, oh, this guy gets fucking five stars for you know, I don't know, being a bitch. And it's like, oh, he's he's the one. He's he's the he's the Mario All Star, whatever they called it. Mm-hmm. No, you get. That's why I'm talking about sisters anymore. I used to always get the the bonus star at the end for winning the most mini games. Yeah, I see. the balls. I'm your guy. I'm that guy. I'm trying to think. I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade. So what year was that? Um, that would fourth and fifth would make you nine and ten. So that would have been like yeah, ninety nine. Bang! You called it, Mike. You called it. I don't. I feel like it could have been the 99 because I feel like I feel like they probably used in a shitty ad like party like it's 1999 it's weird I honestly don't remember many videos well, I remember a few but I don't remember one from Mario Party I, I did just you get commercials? I don't remember a commercial from Mario Party I just remember like seeing it at like BJ's with my dad and I was like I want that game he was like alright whatever I was like well that I mean, was easy I didn't do much reading as a child but I did have a subscription to Nintendo Power mm. so like that's how I knew all my shit yeah that'll do it big old just a you know 60 page ad machine and then I used to always like Nintendo Power is my shit Mike I'm sorry but I mean I'm sorry but uh Anytime I would end up at like a like a Barnes and Nobles or like somewhere that had like magazines, and I was a child, I'd always like venture into like the gaming, which was like I think it was at that time called like the computer section or the yeah. electronic section, and uh, I would like either like ask my mom to get me like an EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly, mm-hmm. or like something outside of my realm, and it would always be like all these things I'm like I don't know what any of this is like, I don't know what these things are Like, but it was always like I always felt like I was like looking at something I shouldn't look at <laughs> he's like oh my god it's so naughty <laughs> well cause it was like what feel, does FPS mean I feel like a lot of the other gaming magazines back then were more PC related yeah probably there wasn't a lot of like gaming centric like uh, console gaming centric like mm-hmm. Nintendo Power I feel like it was one of the only like pretty strictly you know yeah 
I mean, at some point, like, Xbox had their own magazine, yeah. and, like, PlayStation had their own, but this was before that time. This was, like... This was the big dogs at the time were, you know, still Nintendo, Sony, and Sega. Yeah. And I feel like it was, honestly, before Sony was even, like, a big contender. Because N64 is still PS1, mm-hmm. so they probably had, like, a... Whatever it was called. I think I don't think it was... I don't remember what the PlayStation Magazine was called. PlayStation Monthly, maybe? I don't fucking know. I did I did get it once in a while, because they used to come with demo discs. Mm-hmm. And I remember that's the first time I ever played Final Fantasy VII, because that was the first time I ever played Final Fantasy VII for a long time. Like, I never played Final Fantasy VII after that for a very long time. But it came with a demo disc, and it had a demo for Final Fantasy VII, and I played this small little section of the game over and over and over again. And I was like, I like this. Never bought the game. I also I like was a child and didn't have money to spend on, on games all willy-nilly. Yeah. Plus, like, there was a point in time, I feel like, where the PlayStation was usually in my brother's room, mm-hmm. and I had the N64 in my room, so I was like, no, I'm going I'm to play, play Banjo-Kazooie, and you can play Resident Evil 2. Like, these are separate, separate scenarios. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, but anyways, fucking holy tangent. Uh, we literally are not going to get through the rest of this. Damn it. <laughs> because it's... Uh, going to talk about the iPhone for like 25 minutes. I haven't even looked much into it. Are you feeling it? No. Oh. God, no. Oh, then why'd you ring the iPhone? I don't know. It was important. I mean, yeah, it was. <clears throat> 1K, 60 frames a second. That's the one thing I cared about. It records that natively? Yeah. Uh, 4K, 60 frames a second. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um... I have to look at the differences between the X and the 8, because, I mean, I probably you, don't need the X. You, yeah, yeah, you definitely don't need the X. Um, I think we determined that you have a 6. No. Uh, yeah, I do. I think you have a 6. So, I mean, it'd be... I think, I've out of the people I've spoken with, I think the two that are opting to upgrade to, like, the 8 are people that have a 6. And I think that's... That's fair. Yeah, because I feel like, I mean, I never, I always skip the S generation. Mm -hmm. I always get the next full number. And I feel like the 7, like my phone, I have no issues with my phone. Like there's some scratches on the back and that's literally the only problem with my phone. Uh, Like the the 7 didn't offer enough for me to be like, I really need to spend money on this right now. So we'll see. I mean, I'll probably end up going with the 8, but I probably won't even get it. This will be the first time when I'm actually getting a new iPhone that I'm not going to get it on iPhone day. Like, I'm probably just going to wait. Like, I don't really care. Unless my phone breaks. Like, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, the tech hasn't, like, evolved so much in the past couple generations where I'm like, I need this machine. You know what I mean? Like, I love tech, so, like, I want the newest thing, obviously, but, like, at the same time, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it's not necessary. Like, I, I watched presentation. It was... It was okay. They got their face ID for the iPhone 10. That's kind of cool. Um, I do. I do. I'm, I'm intrigued by that technology. That's pretty cool. They talked about the Apple TV too, which was kind of interesting, only because um, I think what they say, if you, it was something weird. Like if you can buy 4K video at like the regular HD price or something weird like that. Hmm. Something where I was like, oh wow, that's gonna. That would, you know, save me a lot of money. I'm not going to buy an Apple TV for it, but it's yeah. really nice. Um, I do want to, like, at least bring up a few more things before right. this is over. Bang and up. then, uh, Hurry up. I mean, we have, we have to record a second episode this week, so. I don't know. Did you jack shit? Oh, yeah, you do. 
Um, so yeah, we talked about some of that stuff, but in a reveal that I wasn't expecting, though I did kind of, I, I have been saying that I feel like this genre should make its transition to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Switch is getting a MOBA. Ooh. Uh, an already established one, or are they like making one up? Or? So I just assumed when I saw the trailer and saw the name, I was like, I don't know what the fuck uh, Arena of Valor is. Apparently it's a mobile game, currently, mm-hmm. but it's owned by Tencent. Tencent, don't they make... No, wait, that's a different company. They're a huge company. I, I did a little, some light research on them because I was like intrigued because mm-hmm. someone said they were tied to League of Legends. Mm-hmm. So they own Riot Games, who makes League of Legends. Uh, okay. But they own a bunch of shit, apparently. So like I, in, in China, I think it's a Chinese company, they're like... Or I, I'm pretty sure from what I was reading... That if they're not one of the, like, most, like, largest, like, they're a very large, like, very profitable gaming tech entertainment industry mm-hmm. company that you don't know about. But they just own so much shit. Um, but this game apparently is, like, I think it's still in a beta phase for phones. Mm-hmm. But in in China... It has over 200 million daily active users. Hmm. And in comparison, when Pokemon Go when it's, it was at its height, and I haven't checked these numbers somewhere else, but this is what the, the, the light research that I did said, Pokemon Go daily active users at its height of popularity was 46 million. Oh, wow. That's a lot of fucking people playing that game. There's a lot of fucking people in China. Yeah, that's also true. So, I mean, they're bringing this game to the Switch. I mean, that's... That's something. It's cool that a MOBA's coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. But if it does well, well enough, it could be the little push that... I don't know, if I'm Blizzard and Riot, which one of us is going to the Switch first? Who's making that push? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. League of Legends is a popular enough thing that, I mean, they got money, they have resources, mm-hmm. why am I not putting this on another system? You know what I mean? If there's a if there's a player base already, they're dipping their feet in, you know, Arena of Valor, let's, let's bring the big boy over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's very, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how this shakes out, which, you know, if it, if it carves a path for these types of games to make it to the Switch... Who knows? Uh, the other interesting thing about it is that, for some reason, Batman is in the game. Yeah, he he gets around. He, I don't know. Sometimes I I tried to look if that is coming to the Switch version. Like I don't know. I, I don't know. If you look if you look up the game, there's trailers for Batman in the game, Wonder Woman, Superman, the Joker. They're all in the game. Huh. Very weird. I don't know if it's just, like, in the Chinese version. I don't know if, like, Tencent, like, has the rights to those characters over there. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. DC, like, just signed off it at some point. Like, listen, if we do this, you'll finance our our new movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Sure. Um, So that was was interesting to me. Um, It's cool to see all of these types of games coming to the Switch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Other big bombs that got dropped, and I don't know if you saw this because you didn't watch the direct yet, but... Doom. 
I did hear about Doom. Oh, Doom and Wolfenstein. And Wolfenstein. Yeah. I do want to get... If I can get Wolfenstein for the Switch and it, like, plays well, I'll probably get it for the Switch rather than the Xbox. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how things shake out. That's, like, pretty mind-blowing. That both of... Like, you, you have this system that people tout as underpowered, uh, you know, not graphically capable of doing outputting what these other machines can do. And that part's true, for sure. It can't reach the technical, you know, crispness of its counterparts in this generation. Uh-huh. But clearly the game uh, the the console can if the developers know how to work the hardware i mean zelda is a very large game running on that system skyrim is a fucking enormous game even though zelda is actually a bigger game but skyrim is a huge fucking game that's gonna be running on it now they're bringing over doom which is a current gen game you know what i mean i'm sure the graphics will be dumbed down a little bit but I'll trade graphics for a game that can run smooth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that they're going to bring over not just Doom, but also Wolfenstein 2, that's like... You're sitting here saying... You get people saying, oh, the Switch doesn't have any third-party games. Oh, the third-party game the Switch gets is Mario Rabbids. They're not getting Assassin's Creed, they're getting Mario Rabbids. Mm -hmm. Well, literally Bethesda looking at every other developer saying... Oh, you guys don't want to touch this? Okay, we're going to just... Uh, yeah, we're going to do this right now. Oh, Skyrim, Doom, uh, Wolfenstein. What, what you guys got? What are you going to do? Like, that's like a bold move right there. That's like, hey, yeah. Chipped her down. Oh, it's a poker thing. G- game on. Nah, I got it. Literally, Bethesda just kicked open the doors, walked in, and go, yeah, we're the bumper ball champions. That's, that's what they did, Mike. That's what they did. Brennan just compared himself to Bethesda. I mean, in my heyday. In your heyday, you were cranking out some amazing games. Listen. I gotta shave my beard. It's getting fucking ridiculous. Yeah, you look fucking... If I pick it out, Mike, it's like... Pfft. Looking like fucking Tom Bombadil over here. I don't know what that means, but I like that name. Let <laughs> <laughs> me look him up. Alright. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's pretty huge. Granted... Wolfenstein 2 is slated to come out this year for PlayStation and Xbox, but it's sometime next year for the Switch. That's still a big deal that it's coming here. I mean, yeah, I'm probably Tom Tom Bombadil right now. <laughs> they call me Branny Bombadil. I have not. Um, they do. But I mean, you gotta look at like, you gotta now look at the like. Year one of the Switch, you're saying Zelda, Mario Kart 8, Splatoon 2, New IP Arms, Mario Rabbids, Pokemon Tournament, Fire Emblem Warriors, Mario Odyssey, um, Skyrim, FIFA, NBA 2K18, uh, Wrestling, 2K's 18, whatever that's called. Um, which, we laugh about it, but there's people that play that fucking game. Yeah, no. I, I'm um, laughing more at you, like, can't remember. Is that the title, or is that was just you, like, I don't know. No, I think, it's, I think it's called, like, WWE 2K18 or whatever. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles got a release date of 12-1, mm. so that's coming. 
Um, and that's not even, like, factoring in all of these amazing, like, indie games that get released fucking, I feel like, daily. Like, if you hop in the eShop on a weekly basis, like, you're discovering tens of new games. Mm-hmm. So this library that people were worried about is honestly, in my opinion, one of the best game libraries there is right now. If you look at that swath of games, like, that's a lot of fucking games. And it's just year one. I know some people are a little, like, nervous. Oh, well, we're getting Mario and Zelda and Splatoon and Mario Kart this year. But what are we going to have next year? Nothing. I think they're just getting started. I think that Nintendo made a bold decision to put Mario and Zelda out in the same year. And to put Mario Kart 8. And to put Splatoon 2. Because if they show this commitment to the system off the bat and help strengthen the player base and install base of the console, that now makes all of the other developers go, shit, shit, shit. If we don't get on there, they're going to get on there, and they're going to get on there, and we're going to be left out. So now, I think it's going to be, you know, you're going to see next year a mad dash throughout the whole year of all of these other developers trying to port their games to the Switch. Which, you know what, maybe for me and you, a game that we already have an Xbox, I'm not going to buy it on the Switch. But for somebody who can only buy one console, the Switch now becomes way more attractive to them. Because, yeah, they can play Mario and Zelda, and now they can play Call of Duty. And they can play Battlefront. Oh. Not that those games have been announced, but I would be shocked if next year, the next Call of Duty doesn't come to the Switch. I'd be shocked if Battlefront 2 doesn't get ported to the Switch. I mean, games like Destiny, probably not coming to the Switch. Overwatch, I think if Blizzard really wanted to, I think they could make it work. I think they could do it. One can only hope. Um, I mean, it's not a photorealistic graphic game, so they can work with that. You know what I mean? I, I think their only two struggles would be to keep it in 60 FPS, mm-hmm. but other games have been doing that. Splatoon does it. Rocket League can do it. It's capable. It can happen. So, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm excited. And that wasn't even it. I mean, the Direct also rounded out with things like Project Octopath Traveler, which is a a, a Switch-exclusive Square RPG, which looks fucking glorious. It's a demo on the Switch right now, and I would highly recommend picking it up, because it's fucking... If you're a fan of JRPGs, like, it's it's a good game. Um, Dragon Quest Builders is coming to the Switch. Big deal. I feel like Minecraft-style games. Um, I mean, the, and then there were other little things just sprinkled about. The... The last thing that I want to touch on a little bit is just Mario Party Odyssey. They they showed a lot more of the game. So many kingdoms. Um, and then one of my favorite things they showed was... They have a pretty robust photo mode. Is that where those nipples came from? Oh, that is where the nipples came from. Okay. Um, but they basically are building this whole little photo mode in there so you can capture like pretty intense screenshots and there's a bunch of filters and like... All these things you can do. I mean, it, it, it sounds silly to be, like, excited about a photo mode. But if you look at especially games coming out on PlayStation 4, photo mode is in, like, a lot of those games. Like, and it's a thing that people are excited about. You know what I mean? I took a cool screenshot. Now I'm going to share it. 
Like it's like a part of the thing. And the Switch is kind of already built for that too because it's like there's a share button. There's a snapshot button. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And honestly, like I rewatched the Mario part of the, the Direct again today and the the things that I saw again and every time I feel like I see or watch things about Mario, Par- Mario Party Odyssey Mario Party in the brain uh, so Mario Odyssey is I, I just legitimately have a smile on my face like it's a game that I haven't even played it yet and just watching it being played like I just I get I get a smile on my face and I don't want to say this too soon but if you were going to tell me this year, and as excited as I have been for the past couple of years, for Breath of the Wild to finally become a thing that I can play in my hands. Mm-hmm. If you were going to sit there and tell me, yeah, Breath of the Wild is probably going to be the best Zelda you ever played, Brendan. Oh, it's also probably going to be one of the best games you ever played, Brendan. I mean, I wouldn't like look at you like you're crazy, but best Zelda I ever played? I mean, as far as it stands right now, I still think it's the best Zelda ever played, and it's, it's easily one of the best games I ever played. When I look at this Mario game now, the more I think about it, the more they talk about it, the more they show about it, I think that not only is this Mario game going to be the best Mario game they ever made, I think it might be the best video game they ever made. It looks fucking good, Mike. It looks really good. Bold claims there. I'm just my my reaction to what I see, how the game makes me feel. I haven't even played it yet. I haven't even played it yet. It just looks like a fun time. It looks polished. It looks balanced. It looks like there's so much to explore and discover in a Mario game. Ugh. Anyways, that being said, mm-hmm. Sonic Forces looks like fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, Sonic Forces, game of the century. Um, like, I mean, Super Mario Odyssey is no knack, too. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it'll be a good game. Um, I mean, that pretty much wraps up. I mean, there was a few other announcements, I'm sure, that we kind of glossed over a little bit. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 looks, looks good. I'm excited for that. I am feeling like I don't... Like, people are complaining... Well, we're complaining that the Switch had no games... Now I feel like it's getting to the point where it's like, fuck, there's too many games now. What am I doing? I got Destiny still, Overwatch, and I got to fucking play all these other games. But, I will say, you got a smirk on your face. I found my new favorite Twitter. Ooh. What we got? Show, show it to me after. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I'm excited. The Direct got me excited. It's a good year to be a Nintendo fan. It's a good year. Mm-hmm. This this might be one of the best years Nintendo's had in a long time, if not ever. Like, year. If you think about the games that they've put out, and are going to still put out this year. Um, and the success they've been having with the Switch. Um, especially money, coming money, off the disaster money. of the Wii U. Money. The last thing that I want to bring up before we uh, end this is... Oh. Did you see the diva costume that they're ringing into Heroes of the Storm? Uh, is it the one that Todd sent us earlier? Yes. Yeah. So, from what I it can is tell, literally fire. It it literally is. But from what I can tell, it's just coming to League of Legends. Uh, League of Legends. Here's the storm. Mm-hmm. Diva's Halloween costume. 
one could hope. Although someone, in the, you know, whenever someone makes a suggestion, it typically doesn't like show up in the game. But I really liked the idea someone said of a, it would be like Cinderella, and it was like you know Cinder dot, you know, make it look like Diva's name and like you know Diva's like the princess and the mech is like the pumpkin carriage and yada yada yada, which I thought was adorable. It'd be cool if they did that. Um, for Halloween. For Halloween. Hmm. Interesting. I saw it on Reddit. I'll look for it later. Yeah, show that to me later. Um, do we have any inkling of what the next update for Overwatch is? I'm not gonna lie, I'm like, this this is since Overwatch came out, this is the longest period of time where I haven't put Overwatch on my Xbox. Yeah, I know, because every time I like I turn it on to like, you know, do a quick little like let me see if I have to get my loot boxes. There's like twelve people on and they're all playing Destiny. I'm like, oh boy. Oh boy. I, I was explaining this to Todd earlier. Destiny 2 is great. And if you have bad feelings from the first game for some reason, first of all, get over yourself. Uh, second of all, this game is is it is what Destiny 1 promised to be, I think. I, I think that Bungie took some time to evaluate how their fans felt and I think that Bungie is a company that genuinely cares about their fans opinions and uh you know did their best to make a better game out of it mm -hmm. that being said mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um I mean I'm still in the heavy grinding part of Destiny 2 and Destiny 2 is a grind I mean Destiny is just a grind that's what it is if if you like things that you want to grind like Destiny is your type of game it's a game for people that want to like grind for the best stuff I've completed the campaign, which is not long. I've built up some things. I think once I get to the point where I can do the raids successfully, like weekly, maybe like another week or two, I feel like Destiny will then like ease off me a little bit, and then I'll fall back into the Overwatch groove. Because right now it's all about like, shit, I want to get my character up to par so that I can, you know do these weekly events without an issue. So once I can get to the point where my character's up to speed, then I feel like, for the most part, it will just be like, you know, me, Todd, Dom, whoever, are just like, hey, Tuesday night, let's just bang out the raid for the week, and then we're good. And then, like, and then if we play in the rest of the week, it's just, like, a little bit here and there. Where right now, it's like, shit, I gotta put on those times, I gotta get my fucking shit up up there. But, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I will I will come back to you soon, Overwatch. I have not left. I wore two Overwatch shirts in the past three days. I have not left you. It's true, he has. Um, but, yeah, what are you playing lately? Just, uh, O-Dubs and Splatoons? Splatoon and Overwatch, yep. Um, was there anything else? No, that was it. It's a shame, because I keep starting other games, and then I, I don't finish them. Yeah. I know that feeling all too well. I, uh, I still don't have... I still have not touched uh, Chemical Planet Zone <laughs> in Sonic Mania. It blows my mind. The Sonic Mania is a really good game. Really, very, very I, good I game. Never, I never left the, that temple, <laughs> the Great Plane or whatever. <laughs> so. um, oh, Jesus, Mike. Uh, Sonic Mania is fantastic. Sonic Forces looks like a fucking disaster. You don't want to make your own Sonic character that can go faster. That's not the part that's bothering me. The oh, game just looks bad. You don't want to use the, the fucking hookshot or whatever? 
Yeah, I definitely don't want to do that. But the game just fucking looks bad. Um, I we should get that fighting game that Donkey has a video of. The Battle Beasts? Yeah, when that comes to Switch. Didn't it get announced for Switch? I don't know. I'm pretty sure was it Was it on the Direct? It was in a Direct at some point. I'm pretty sure it's coming to Switch. Yeah, I want to play as the Penguin. Anyways, that, that's our show, folks. That's my new sign-off. You like it? If we should workshop it. Yeah, we... we <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know. All right, we're out.